paper. So welcome to the No Ideas Original Podcast featuring Shanon, Mr. Rob, and Ken. We're joined by Tay, aka Tay Baby. What's up? Yeah. How you doing? Welcome to the platform. I'm good. How are you? Nice, nice. Good to have you. I'm happy to have you. So we got we have an array of questions for you um for this evening hopefully we can have like a really good dialogue you know you may be i think you may qualify as probably the youngest artist that we've ever had on am i really? correct yeah yeah I'm so we, we gonna need that youthful energy to um talk to us a little bit about what it was like growing up in um in pennsylvania and how you discovered hip-hop okay so growing up in pennsylvania it's like a small town like i didn't really discover hip-hop till i was in high school and well, like, obviously, I listened to the music and stuff, but I didn't do it myself till I was, like, 16, and ever since then, I've been doing it, but um, I kind of got on it because people in my school were doing it, and I was like, okay, I want to try to make a song, and then I made a song, and people were telling me it was good, and then I was like, oh, shoot, so then I just awesome. went to it. I was like, okay, I could do this, and now I do it. Okay, so... All right. So what I mean, like what artists were there artists that you heard that made you be like, yo, you know what? Yeah, this is something that I, I want to do. Even if it was a local app, who was it that um, made you be like, yeah, this is something I'm, I'm very interested in doing? I mean, like, yeah, like, you know, when you grow up, you always watch the girls in the music videos and you're like, oh, my God, I want to be like them. No one really specific because, you know, there's a lot of people I do listen to and, you know, like, but like when I was younger, Cassie, me and you. Okay. Like I used to love that song. I used to go crazy and stuff. But um, yeah, there's people that like, I mean, in my high school, yeah, I would say because like once it was one of them doing it, it was me and then more people started doing music and then like we kind of started doing shows together and stuff. Yeah, so it was cool. Nice. What do you, what do you think is the toughest part about being a new artist? your fans trying to get fans and like more of a crowd it's like i don't know like especially from where you live because you got little haters that don't want to follow you and stuff and then you know you got you got the people that love you love the way you look love the way you sound like want to be your best friend and then you got the people that want to come back into your life because they see you're doing good so it's just like it's hard to like have like a loyal fan base i guess you could say and like to grow followers it's hard too because like you're in warmer restricted area so like i don't know it's hard to like expand yourself and like show yourself off more you gotta like really like either market or like actually be in those places yeah the, the people that are closest to you probably don't you know they may not value you as an artist yet because they they, they have accessibility to you you know like if you take off and they no longer have accessibility and it's like oh i went to high school with tay or i know tay and you know and that changes so that's something that i think that it'll that'll change for you yeah I think. definitely for so, sure i gotta ask you um how'd you come up with the name tay baby oh my god so let me t- that was never my name at first my name okay. was never that well, and you my name was- before that yeah, my name was Tay, but my, I had my government. I had my last name. I was like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It was, I was 16. So then, like, I don't know, maybe, like, 2017, 2018, I was like, bro, I can't have my government no more. Like, I don't want people to know my government. And I don't know what it was, but I was like, Tay Baby. And then I was like, Tay Baby. Tay Baby. <laughs> like, Tay Baby. It's funny you say that, because that's I keep saying it. <laughs> yeah, so after that, like, I was like, all right. But I have my little twist to it. Like, I'll put it. Mm singing style like on my songs and stuff as like you know my name so. 
just so um, it says I'm there because I'm the one who did the song. <laughs> but um, yeah, I be get I got the crowd to say that one time, like oh, that. Good. I got them to say it. it was great. It was great. There's been um, you know, that you're younger, so you may not you know remember but there's it's sort of like now we're in a period where there's a resurgence of female MCs like you know like many many years ago there were female MCs and they were like female MC clicks like I think about like the Moni Loves the MC Lights the Queen Latifah the Nikki D's that existed and then you know after them there were other pockets of females you know and I feel like that you know that there was an era that came along with the Nicki Minaj's the Little Kim's the Foxy Brown's and everything where it was a, a lot of conflict amongst female MCs but now what I see though is now this resurgence in female MCs where you have like the Lottos you have the Lola Brooks you have the um who's the who's the you have Billy Billy B Gorilla Ice Spice Scarlet you have all these different female artists and they seem to really be embracing each other and um showing each other love like what do you attribute the increase or influx and new female artists to tell me about who who were some of your biggest inspirations It's so hard, like I get so like nervous, not even nervous, but when people ask me this, I get so like, you put me on the spot because it's like, uh, it's hard. Like, I feel like any of, I don't have anyone specific. Like, it's just more so like any artist, like I look up to or like that have inspired me, literally like. So your inspiration could be your third grade teacher. Okay, that's true, but no one in no one in school was my inspiration. I can say that, but um, okay. I feel like can I say like anybody? I feel like myself and my family is my inspiration, maybe okay. like, because they they make me want to be a better person and like mm-hmm. you know get shit together. You know, I want to take care of my family. That's it. Man, that might be the best inspiration. (laughs) I guess my family and like they're my support system, like my biggest fan. So it's like I guess they're my biggest inspiration. Nice. That's for sure. I'm gonna take care of them. That's right, boo. Not all my family, but them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like we get a clip. You made it. Yeah. I already know who I'm not. I'm not talking to him. You don't want your uncle coming out to Woodwork? You don't want your uncle coming out like, yo, what's up? Yo, it's crazy because like, it's, I mean like, I don't expect nothing handed to me or I don't expect help. Like I know, I'd rather get it on my own anyway because that just makes me who I am. Like that just makes the experience like so much better. You you fucking climb obstacles and you get to where you want to be. And it's just like, maybe if the people would have helped me, I probably wouldn't have those or like have to go through all this so it's just like i mean i could probably see why they don't help out but they have room to help out but they, <laughs> they don't, don't help yeah. out <laughs> like they have they have room to help out but it's okay you heard it's of just, a little red hen right you know everybody <laughs> wants to everybody wants to to when you're making a cake everybody goes out you get the eggs probably nobody wants to do that but when the cake's made everybody wants to eat the cake right 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 and that's what i don't want like <laughs> i don't want you to see like me on a billboard or something be like we're on a magazine or just anywhere just somewhere and be like I knew you could do it. No, <laughs> not even realistic. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, 
So I mean, you talked about the writing, but I gotta ask you. I want you to rate these things as what do you what in your process? What's your favorite? Is it writing, recording, or performing? Performing. You like yeah. Um, I mean, it's hard. That was hard. Uh, but I do love to record though. The writing is cool, but you don't really feel it and hear it until it's so different in the mic compared to when you're doing it, you know, in a normal mm -hmm. stuff. Like once you hear your voice in the mic, it's like oh, magic. It's okay. like the angel coming up. And what, what goes into your process as far as selecting the music that you use? Because a lot of times, you know, is the, the process of selecting the music can be which can be long or it can be a quick process. Do you automatically know when you hear the beat or is it something that has to grow on you or something? Or You knew that. I know when I hear it. Right. I can tell you within the first 15 to 30 seconds if that's a no or yes. Like, that's not it. Mm. Like... I know what beats will go, what beats I could really do stuff with. Like, I have it. I just feel it inside my body. I feel it inside my bones. Yeah. You mentioned, you mentioned two things that I think is, like, a like really, really good recipe for success. So one thing you said is you talked about your engineer, and you were talking about how your engineer gives you constructive criticism. And I'm a firm believer that, you know, anybody, especially if you're an artist, if you're coachable, it just leaves so much room to grow. And, you know, that means that you're receptive to what the audience actually has to say. There are some people that are artists that they do whatever it is and they like, I've done the art for me and yeah. that's all that matters. But you know, when you're creating art, you actually want somebody to consume your art, right? So that was the first thing that you said that I was like, oh, that's cool that you know, that you're open to constructive criticism. No, I feel like, yeah, well, I used to not be. I used to be like, <laughs> you're wrong. I'm not wrong. I'm good. I sound great. I don't need no help. I don't want your input. Mm -hmm. Like. I used to take it a little bit, you know, but well, you know, not more. I used to be like butt hurt or something. What changed? <laughs> well, yeah, so say, well, yeah, like, that's the, you would be like, yeah, all right, now I can hear it and accept it. I don't know if I grew up or like <laughs> I was just realizing like the things they were saying was right and it was something. <laughs> so, like, or just like in general, like there's always gonna be something that you can do better. So it's just like you might as well just like hear from it, from, hear from them, and then like do it better than just not just not do it at all like i'd rather yeah. it be better than like not sometimes that's about the relationship though sometimes about the relationship you have with that the person too. sometimes it's about like, you being vulnerable nah i feel like it was like when because my dad was saying that like to me so like he even mentioned it like before she would never take my constructive criticism she was like no i don't want to hear it but he, he noticed that i changed mm -mm. Uh, he noticed that i changed yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that, yeah, you know, being, being receptive to it, and especially if somebody is, if it's not a hater, because, you know, some people give feedback to be malicious, but if somebody's giving you constructive criticism that's going to help you grow, that means that they made an investment in you and they really care about you, you right. know, because at the end of the day, they want before your finished product to get to other ears for you to actually know, so when it do get to other ears, it'll be perfected, because if you imagine you had somebody in your camp that didn't tell you the truth about the music, yeah. and then they got out on the street, and then, you know... I was like, I was just about to say that. I was like, yeah, I would rather them tell me the truth because, like, if they don't and, like, I look like a fucking ass. Yeah. yeah. You know what would be the worst thing? Like, why would you let me do that? Exactly. That would be, and this, would, this is what would make it even worse, right? So let's say you put together a whole stage performance. You get up on the stage, you perform it, the crowd boo you or whatever, and then you come back to your people and your people be like, yeah, I knew that wasn't going to work. 
Wouldn't you be like, yo, then why you didn't tell me that? Why did you say that? You might need to switch your people. And then the other thing that you said is when you was talking about like the um the ability to overcome adversity, right? Like, you know, like the grind. Because adversity builds character. Like, you know, if there's obstacles and you make it through, then the story on the other end is just even much more greater and rich because it's like, yo, and you like, I know what struggle I had to go through to get there. So well, Uncle Sammy, you could kiss my ass. <laughs> you don't know. It's just like, I can't wait. I can't wait, obviously. It's a lot of patience, a lot of learning, a lot of growing. But it's like, I just know the day it happens, I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna sleep so good. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to sleep actually because I'm gonna be so excited, but I know when I do go to sleep, I'm gonna be like, yes. Yeah. I can finally breathe. Like, I'm gonna be like, this is what I've been working for. Like, I just working, Tired, working every day, tired. You hustling, boo. That's it. Yeah. You hustling, I'm boo. Working, doing music, tired. Making it's it a routine. Happen. It's a routine. It's a routine. Yeah. Yeah. Describe, describe for us your favorite place or your favorite venue you perform. Hmm. I feel like, okay, so we got this spot in Pennsylvania called The Sherman. Okay. It's, it's a spot where like the bigger artists come and like do their concerts. Um, when I open up for like Little Dirt, okay, I liked it because one, it was big stage. Two, the crowd was big, so it was just great. The energy, the vibe, the people. As soon as I walked out, all I heard was the crowd scream. I'm like, you don't even know me. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, and you're screaming for me. Okay, so that was great. But I never had a show like that since, and it's like I just want the bigger shows. Put me right. on the bigger stages. Put me right, on the right. bigger shows. Give me the rehearsals. Give me it all, and I'll do it. Like, just do it for me. Like, tell me, get, find it, and I'm gonna go. Get me to there. Get me to that point. Right, 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 right. Tell and me I'm what gonna... I need to get to that point, so I can go do it. And out of those experiences, what skills have you gained that made you more of an effective performer? Yo. So like when I first started performing, my heart used to race so bad. Like <laughs> the nerves, right? Yeah. I used to be so scared, like panicky. But now it's just like I don't know if I just I'm getting more comfortable or it's just like the energy or like okay, one thing I don't like to be is rushed. So if you're rushing me, automatically it's gonna be off. I'm not gonna like do it as perfect as I was supposed to do it and then I'm gonna be annoyed because I didn't do it perfectly. But if everything is how it's supposed to go, it's planned, like I'm on time, like I'm performing at the time I'm supposed to perform. Right. It's gonna be great. Like with or, with nerves or without nerves, like I guess like feeling the vibe of the crowd and like actually being able to look at them and see them. I used to not be able, I used to feel like I black out. Shut now, down. I, now I stare them at, in their eyes. Oh, you got, you got like the, killer, the killer look. You got the killer uh, eye. Crowd engagement. That's it? That's I the killer eye? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I'll just play in your eye, like, act like I'm singing to you, and then I'll point at you, too. Nice. Like. But cool. um, I think it's, like, so great when I just see it, like, the crowd, with everyone just goes silent and, like, start walking up to me, like, with their cameras to record. I'll be like, what? What are they recording? They're recording me. Like, <laughs> wow. oh. They coming to me, they're walking up to me with their phones out. Or like when kids will do it, I'll be like, wow. Like I'll just be like more heartwarm. My heart's warm. 
sound like you got bit by the bug. <laughs> you got bit by the performance bug. Um, I just want to keep performing forever now. How do you, how do you define success though? Like, when do you know that you, that you've you made it? Stop. There's, there's no stopping because even when you make it, you're still gonna have to do stuff. Like me, when I make it, I'm gonna keep on. It's just like, I don't think there's really a level to success to, to the point where you stop. Like. Mm-hmm. You know, like you should only keep going till you really die. Honestly, <laughs> there's no other excuse. Like you got, like what you make, you get to where you want to be, and then what you just lose it all by sitting there and doing nothing. Like you gotta keep yeah. going. Yeah, success to me is relative, though. And what I mean by that is that at some point when you first started writing, you was like probably like, damn, I would love to just be able to record a song. Yeah. No, did you have you never had that experience when you first started writing? The first song I wrote, I made sure I found somewhere to record my song. I was 16. I was like, I knew this girl in school. She said she had a a studio on her house. Her dad does this work Mm -hmm. or whatever. Studio in her house, like, barely knew the girl. Went to her house and recorded (laughs) that song. And like, she was the one recording it, not even her dad. We're like, mad young. She's recording it. It came out. It's on SoundCloud. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah. Did did you did you feel accomplished though? Did you feel successful? I mean, Are you crazy? I was like, ah! <laughs> I did it. I did it. I just did my first time. Like I'm a singer. Like what? Like I was hyped, but um, I didn't know that I was gonna be so great at it. Like how um have you heard? Have you had a, have you had an opportunity to hear your song on the radio yet? Um, I feel like uh not the one. I feel like I have. I don't know, it's hard to explain, like, maybe a long time ago, they played my song on the radio. Mm-hmm. I don't know what radio. How'd that make you feel, though, to hit that, to know that your song is playing on the radio? It felt good, but it's like, I want to listen to the radio of me. Yeah. Love it. Like, yeah. you know, like it was live, so it's like I'm sitting there in front of a mic. Oh, I got you. You know, listening to, you know, but I want to be outside in a car listening to it on the radio, like, <laughs> <laughs> No. Do you remember the first show that you booked? How did it feel the first time you actually got a show and did a show? Let me tell you, I didn't even book the show because, like I said, like back then I was doing music with like people I met in high school. So mm-hmm. my first show was from the first like my guy who features with. So it was at SOBs. Um, Look at that. SOBs. SOBs in New York? There's the people that have been There's people that have been rapping for 20 years that never touched SOB stage. Showcase, whatever. Don't know how I got there. He just, he told me to go. Went. And, I don't, I and don't that's the perfect, that's the perfect example of what I'm saying to you in terms of like success and success is right. relative because, you know, you can always, people, put like these imaginary parameters around what constitutes success but right. somewhere there's somebody that wrote a song that's like damn i would love to just record this song there's somebody that's like damn i would love to hear my song on the radio damn i would love to be on the stage at sobs you know yeah, so, yeah. that is true that is true so it's like really yeah yeah, you can't just blow by SOBs. SOBs is a legendary spot. Yeah. I know, I be seeing it. I be seeing people perform there and stuff. I was like... Tay Baby. SOB. I wasn't even Tay Baby at that time. <laughs> That's how long ago that was. And wow. it, was, it was great. It was so... But let me tell you, 
there was no connection with with me and him when that was my first. Uh, I got you. Mm-hmm. So I was in my zone, like not in my zone, but I was more so nervous as hell. So I was focused on me, like oh. where like I wasn't singing my parts and walking with him and stuff. Right. I was just so nervous. I stayed in one section and like walked around the stage, and then that was like like. So, you know what, maybe it wasn't as enjoyable as it could have been, which made, made it not as, you know, not as prevalent to you because, right. it, because it wasn't what you felt was one of your best experiences. I feel like if I was to do now, I would be so, like, happy. Lock it. Yeah. I'd go crazy. They wouldn't, they would know my name when I walked out. <laughs> so, they don't know my name now. Yeah. Well. You know, maybe maybe there'll be a point in time where you'll be having another discussion with us and you'll be like, yeah, I remember the first time I did the garden and it wasn't what I thought it would be. Now, you know, my fourth performance at Madison Square Garden was really the one that I love. (laughs) Wow, that's so big. I can't wait. I can't wait to actually, like, go and perform different places. Like, I just want to see everyone's reaction. Like, it's all going to be different. Yeah. Wow, that's dope. Rob is still in that. SOB. She said it very nonchalantly and it, and it picked all of our futures. When she said oh, SOBs, all of us said SOBs? Like, <laughs> come on, not everybody gets the rocket yeah. SOBs because it's a small venue. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've honestly never really, that was the first time I ever been there, ever heard of it. All right. And like, I honestly have never been back. I mean, I'll be seeing it's people. It's on your resume, it. though. It's on your resume. Yeah, right? that's good to hey, I, I will be. <laughs> <laughs> and then so, I'm going to be like, yo, I'm back. There you go. So when everybody, as every artist, I always feel this when they make their first album and their first record, it's kind of the, their life album. Because that's the album where you're still authentically who you are. Nothing's changed. And you write about all your experiences and stuff. What, what type of stuff should we think of or are we going to hear about your life experiences and your first album? Um, I feel like I don't know if that's so much going to be like about my, you know, life story and stuff. I mean, there's going to be more so I feel like it's more so heartbreaks more than anything, but you know, mm-hmm. it's your heart too, so. Mm-hmm. It's not just about, you know, relationships with your... I try to make it so that it's like, it don't matter what type of relationship it is, any, anyone can relate. It don't got to be your girlfriend, boyfriend, your friend, it could be your mom, it could be your grandma, it could be your grandpa. Mm-hmm. It could be your... anyone. So it's just like, I... I don't think... I mean, I'm ready. I'm not... I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's like, I feel like that will come. I just don't think it's gonna be my first album. I feel like, I feel like when I actually move a little bit further on to where I wanna be, then I can do it. Cause then I can really have the full experience mm-hmm. of what it took to get to where, at least part of where I wanna be anyway, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, How important is social media in this age of music? It's important. Do I want it to be important? No. <laughs> Do I want to make a post every day on Instagram? No. Do I just know? But if I if I do, you know, get to where I want to be, I'm gonna do it every day. I do it. That's right. You no, know, it makes money and stuff too. So I mean, like, I applaud the people who do it because I don't know it. I mean, if it was my only job, of course. Like, I'll, if I'm getting paid for that, I'll wake up every day and look so cute for no reason and put just post pictures all day. Yeah, social media. 
But no, um, I mean, it's important though because that's how you can really attract your fans and interact with your fans and grab them from all different mm -hmm. countries and states, like without even having to travel. So, it, I mean, like, social media is big and your videos could literally go viral. Like, anything you post could go viral. Like, that could always, it could always be in front of someone that you never know they could do stuff with you. Like, yeah. that's why it's like, it's important. It's so hard though at the same time. Like, I don't understand it. I don't understand how all these people get all these followers. <laughs> they buy them. <laughs> I know. I wanted to buy them, but like, it's like it's, it's not real interaction. It's not worth it. Isn't that because there's no likes, no con like? Yeah. They don't care about you. Yeah, it's not real like, interaction. And then, and then your fans aren't dumb, so they're gonna be like, "She bought her followers." Like, mm -hmm. yeah, no. I'm not. I'm not doing it. But I really do want my followers to just like, uh, I really do just like be there. Like, wake up one morning, boom. Yeah. Uh, I'll be okay with 50k right now. But you know something. If you have 50k followers and you guys you was getting five likes on your page, that's not as valuable as somebody with 500 followers getting 400 likes. That's true. It's real it's engagement. Annoying. Yeah. It's annoying because the followers I have now that are actual real followers, like bro, like you mean to tell me I have almost 2,000 followers and only over like only over 200 people liking my stuff? Like, are you? That's, that's why it's like I hate. Hey, my followers right now because it's like why do you even follow me why do you follow me to what? see what you're doing Man, it's a lot of some cool people want to see some you people just want to see what you don't want to, i know they want to see it's it's crazy when i post the reel and i'm getting more interactions from non-followers than my own i'm like mm -hmm. why is my non-followers count over a thousand and my 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 regular followers is literally at like percent i'm like mm -hmm. yep yeah, no, that's what it is, man. Then they don't even follow me, so I'm getting all these views and stuff, and y'all not even following me. What's the point? Well, to the to the fans that do love you and follow you and like what you do, what, I already what? know who they are. I got them. Help <laughs> them out. I'm gonna help them out one day. What's the one message you would give to those fans? Uh, the ones that actually are on my side. Yeah. <laughs> I got your bag, and just wait. Stay with me. Stick don't with fall you. off. Don't fall off because I just know that great things are gonna happen. And I feel like a loyal fan base, the people that was with you from the jump, right. is the people that's gonna be with you forever. Right. So it's like, I'm gonna treat them the best. All my fans, like, let me send you a little gift. You know what? You need maybe you need to start coining a phrase or coining a name for your fans. Beyonce got the Beehive. Rihanna got the Dave. What's what's you know what is what? Don't even Tamar got the Tamartians or something like that. Like you know, it's, yeah, yeah, think yeah. About, like, it's a thing about like it's the Like my little babies, Tay babies. Tay babies, go. I like that. That's the little ring. You get you a little campaign. Are you a Tay baby? Yeah. There you go. Me? Or are you a crybaby? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> so you, got, you got, you got, you got, you got it, you got it. <laughs> what can people expect from you in the next year? Where can we see you? Or where can we hear you? See me everywhere. Okay. You're gonna see me everywhere. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it happen. I know it. I'm gonna make sure of it. Like in my head, I don't got a choice. Like Stand everyone, you got a choice. You got a choice. No, in my head, I don't have a choice. Like. I have to get this done. I have to do it. Like, there's no if, ands, or buts. I don't care what I gotta do to do it. I'm gonna make it happen. But, um, 
just look for me because you don't even need to. I'm gonna be there in front of your face. You're gonna see me without even trying. Just know when you do see me. Hey, baby. If you're really wrong, don't even try to contact me. Don't try to contact me. Like Apple Music, Spotify, mm-hmm. YouTube, you know, all the good platforms. Yeah. And tell everybody what the name of your new single is. Who I am. Because you know who I am. Do you? There you go. If you don't, now you do. <laughs> Tay, thank you for pulling up to the No Ideas Original Podcast. We appreciate you. It was great having you.